2: Yo.
3: It's a d with Will, Phil, and Reg, trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads. It's a we're here to fill the void. Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice. Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies, in between, yeah, it's all that. And we're down with Fightful Better Fallback, coming for respect. We connect like a fallback. No need to double check, these are all facts. You're listening to us talk raps. You're listening to us talk raps. Will, fill in we're here we're here
4: good afternoon ladies and gentlemen this is grapsody and i am will washington i am one member of this triple threat you're seeing right here uh and the man That you also just saw in our brand new intro is Mr. Righteous Reg.
3: Oh my god, that was killer. We'll shut it down. I rapped. I love it. (laughs) Dope intro.
4: (laughs) Very good intro. I I, I was up till like 3 a.m. editing that. But uh, I was just happy to get it done and I was happy to see it. And I probably watched it like 10 times before doing the show. I watched it
3: like 25 Mm -hmm. times last (laughs) night. I couldn't stop. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I gotta stop watching this video.
4: (laughs) Yeah, uh, and then also here is Mr. Phil Lindsay. I'm here, um, awake. <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
5: eleven, you know, eleven, my time. So
4: we're yeah, and it's it ten my time. So having been up since three doing the, or having been up till three doing that intro and then uh, went to bed. I probably got up right around like eight thirty, and yeah, uh, but I'm ready. This is Grapsity. This is episode two, and We've got so much to discuss. This has been, uh, you know, the hard part about doing this show on Saturdays is that uh, as the week is progressing and, like, Stuff is just building up and we're just like, man, can't wait to talk about this on Saturday. And this was happening all week. Every time there was a new topic, we're like, all right, got to talk about this, got to talk about this.
3: And it's funny uh, now because like we have some supporters and our supporters are like, yo, you guys are going to talk about this. Are you going to talk about this? Are you going to talk <laughs> yeah, about it?
4: Like, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll try to get to everything we can <laughs> and definitely uh, make sure you're sending us those super chats. Um, those always help support what we do here, um, here at... Uh, Grab City and on Fightful, uh, so again, over uh, in the Super Chats, if you're on YouTube, uh, fire those Super Chats away, we'll be reading those here on the show, uh, and uh, yeah, let's, let's get into some topics, man, uh, because just as I thought we had a solidified topic list last night, I was comfortable going to bed with the topic list we had, all of a sudden, Tony Khan uh, throws down on Twitter last night with this tweet right here, uh, I saw you're doing a half hour head-to-head with us, I can't wait to finally beat your main show head-to-head, it's been a long time coming, see you next Friday for AEW Rampage on TNT uh
3: vince is the what it's the the last part said but he edited
5: it (laughs) up. tony tony up on a friday night subtweeting vince is like
4: what yeah (laughs) what are we doing (laughs) yeah so he uh okay here's the thing the only thing i'm like concerned about here is the egg on his face if this don't work out because like uh there's a good chance it can um, for a number of reasons. One, next week Fox uh is preempting um the time, not the time slot, but specifically the space uh for the MLB uh postseason. SmackDown going to be airing on FS1 uh, now. Traditionally, SmackDown on FS1 um, during the MLB postseason has done roughly about eight hundred and eighty thousand viewers. Um, I know last year they did eight eighty one. I want to say the year before they did eight eighty eight. So like. Uh, That's about the ballpark that SmackDown on FS1 falls into. So it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily say that uh, there's a huge amount of competition there. Um, Now, the thing that people didn't know was up until yesterday that SmackDown had announced, of course, that they were doing the uh, the, the supersized show in mm-hmm. which it's going to extend half an hour, which isn't a luxury that SmackDown has on uh, network TV when they are on Fox, cause they've got to deal with the affiliates. They got to deal with local news, all of that. They don't have the luxury of running long. They don't have the luxury of overruns. They do have that with FS1. And so they're going to use it and do a supersized SmackDown, which of course runs 30 minutes into rampage, which is not a normal rampage next week. It's live. Uh, and important yes rampage is live next week uh live from miami and uh so this is really the first time that uh dynamite or not dynamite but aew specifically will be running a live broadcast against a wwe flagship uh and they will have a 30 minute overlap uh which isn't really unlike the monday night wars in a way because like Uh, A lot of people forget that the Monday Night Wars, the entire time they ran, both shows were not on at the same time Mm -hmm. in their entirety. It was, especially in those last couple of years, it was, they had a one-hour overlap. Nitro would start at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, then Raw would start at 9 p.m. Eastern. They would both overlap for that one hour, and then Raw would end in that 10 p.m. hour. Uh, So, who knows what's about to happen here? Is Dynamite uh,
5: on Saturday? Next yeah, week? Dynamite's
4: on Saturday, also from Miami, the next day. Uh, and, yeah, I, I don't know. I I was wondering, like, how much leeway does uh, Tony Khan have with TNT in that, like, they were able to get for the uh, Grand Slam shows, they were able to do the, the extended two-hour edition of Rampage. And I've had the thought of, like, could they do that? And I was thinking that before they even announced the, um, the, the SmackDown announced the overrun, only because I thought to myself, live Rampages, I feel like, are a hard sell. And you can see that with ticket sales right now, that, like, uh, Rampage from Miami is not selling nearly as well as Dynamite from Miami. Because it's a really hard sell to sell people on, like, okay, you're going to get, like, one hour of television uh and like two hours of dark like you went to a live rampage uh phil and uh i mean that one wasn't a hard sell because that was was the return of cm punk but uh i don't know i I feel like asking people to sit through two hours of dark is a little much yeah and maybe if they could get that extra hour for the live rampage i i think they might benefit i don't know but tony Khan oh my god uh the reaction to this tweet
5: so is i i feel like twitter is going to do this thing they always do with tony where tony will respond to something and they ignore what he's responding to Mm -hmm. going over into their time slot Mm -hmm. is clearly intentional i don't care what anybody says but people will ignore that part and go oh why is tony always fixated on events they are fixated <laughs> on what AEW does, too. Don't let them right. tell you otherwise. They have done things to counter-program. Both companies do it. It's mm-hmm. This is not just one-sided.
4: Well, the weird thing is, like, Rampage specifically went out of its way to, like, not counter-program. And I feel like it's even, like, hurting their viewership in that uh, they, they're they on Fridays, but they specifically air immediately after SmackDown uh, in order to avoid any overlap with SmackDown. And SmackDown was just like, eh, we don't care. A two and yeah. a half hour show.
5: <laughs> I, I think it's also too that they retweeted that variety article yesterday, so people mm-hmm. were all upset about that. And then you got Tony tweeting late last night, mm-hmm. and so now it looks like, oh, he's just so fixated on Vince, and it's like, right, it's and now,
4: like, guys. do people not know like variety is like the biggest industry big. uh, magazine like in nah, the world?
5: Nah, fam. Uh, <laughs> WWE was in the title, so it's, it's, shots. it's shots, exactly <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, I think, I think,
5: uh <laughs> Tony
3: might have been like, there's been a lot of articles like that Variety Mm -hmm. one coming out, just kind of being like, AEW's doing it, AEW's here, AEW's Mm -hmm. that. So Tony's like, he's feeling it. He's he's out here. So he's like, yo, we about to go to war. Like, we doing this. And I think the most important part about this is the only way that Rampage will ever have any chance of beating SmackDown is if it's live. Because no one's going to, people just don't really... Get with tape shows like that. They they'll watch them and they'll they'll be excited. But like live is the way to go. So like that's the best chance they have to to do this. And I think you know SmackDown's loading it up though. They are. I mean that is a lotus Becky. Like yo, like it's gonna be some stuff.
4: (laughs) And like you know the the visual, uh, it's the weird thing is it's an interesting visual. If you watch SmackDown and Rampage back to back, especially these last couple weeks, um, because. looking at it attendance wise uh like dynamite had i think far greater attendance than raw this week but like mm-hmm. you you didn't really like visually see the contrast but it yeah. also had like a much bigger attendance than smackdown last night and it was weird seeing it visually like back to back like you're watching smackdown and so like you almost have this um or I do at least uh I don't know how other people watch these shows but like you have this mental image of how the show looked just like 5 minutes ago of how like a crowd looked and then you cut over to Rampage in Philadelphia and all of a sudden it's like much more full. Yeah. Uh and it so they do have that going for them that like right now the show's airing back to back. They, I don't think they'll have that next week in Miami cuz Miami on um, the James L. Knight Center just is, is not all that conducive to uh wrestling. At least they've only run it once this year and it did okay, but it's it's a theater setup. It's not really a uh it's not really an arena. Cool. um so we'll, we'll see how that goes but at least like visually i do feel like the shows line up but who knows i i don't know how this is gonna go man I just think keep talking
3: that... your shit
5: Hey, keep dropping these bars bro yeah let, let's let's get away from you know not so fun business stuff and hey man's bike come yeah. on man yeah that's, right. the, that's the topic of the of the weekend well, it, it, what are it the is. topics of the weekend
4: <laughs> yeah look okay well um so there's a couple of things we could just address since we've got this kind of like tony Khan discussion we could just kind of talk it all here right so hangman hey did come back uh man i i have to say um oh and i hold on we've got dante v in the chat says i uh, look at his tweet it's free promotion and marketing if they lose people will forget uh i'm glad twitter wasn't around during the monday night wars um yeah, that's very true. I was on message boards during the Monday Night Wars, though. Like, <laughs> uh, I was like deep in. I was on the IGN forums at the time, and IGN had like a separate WWF section and WCW, and uh, like anybody who dared jump over and post on the other forum was like, flame to hell. And th- right. those were in my days. I was like twelve, and it was just <laughs> fun. Uh, um, but anyway, so. Yeah, hangman. Uh I man that was a moment. That that was a moment because I think I think everybody thought it would be hangman, but I think there is this mentality of uh expecting um to be disappointed. <laughs> and so yeah. like or like the thing that you're waiting for has to wait just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there was a lot of people who were like, you know, maybe it's not him, maybe it's Buddy Murphy, maybe it's, uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 I do think that somebody from New Japan would have been a little cool, but I don't know, I didn't feel like there was a doubt in my mind. I did the Listen Your Boy with Sean um, back on Wednesday, and we talked about it, and there was not a doubt in my mind of like, no, it's Hangman. Like, th- talking about Tony Khan, that's a guy who keeps his ear like really close to the ground, mm-hmm. and like, he's, he's very clearly on Twitter. I'm to shout out to Tony Khan because he does follow me on Twitter. But
3: um, <laughs> what's up, TK? <laughs> but
4: uh, but like so, this is a person who's like very clearly um, with his ear to the ground and like is very aware of what people are talking about on wrestling Twitter. And like, I could not see a scenario where knowing what people are expecting, knowing what people want, and announcing a surprise and giving them anything but the thing that they're all talking about, not a chance. There's no right. way in hell that dude was gonna bring back it bring out anybody else. So uh, he
3: hasn't it ha- there hasn't been like an expected surprise that's been disappointing in yeah. AEW <laughs> in a in a long time. You know, usually when people are expecting something, it either delivers or over delivers at this point. So
4: Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, shout out to Rob in the chat. He says, Tony having fun and I like it. Uh, I don't think he gives a F. Also, you're a fool if you thought it was Hangman. I mean, like I said, I I appreciate those people, though. I really do. I still and I, I don't mean that sarcastically. I mean, I really do appreciate the skeptics uh, because I feel like I, I there is a certain joy I get out of seeing them like, you know, when they're like, uh, it's not Hangman. Like, right. you know, they, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do Hangman. Um, like the ship has sailed on that and then hangman comes out and, and they're like pleasantly surprised um i i like that there's still those jaded folks out there who who just still aren't sure it's a, it was a cool moment though i thought it was what do you think phil
5: yeah i mean there were a lot of those concerned people for hangman that were very quiet all of those concerned oh cm punk is gonna gonna ruin his chances of being champion they're gonna mm-hmm. completely do away from this storyline no, Hangman is still the next challenger, guys. Right. That, let's all calm down. They did it really well. Boy, that dead eye off the top of the ladder looked Ooh. insane. But our guy's back. Ooh. He's he's officially number one contender, and he's coming for that title.
3: Yeah, it's uh, that. They like Hangman, man. Oh, my God. AEW crowd wants Hangman to be AEW world champion so bad. He is their guy right now. And like, it just, that showed it right there. That was like, here's the moment, here he is, he's coming. And everyone was so excited. So I I loved it, man. That that eye off the top of the ladder was, uh, (laughs) y'all be careful out there.
4: Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I was actually, uh, I saw that and I thought, oh, this is going to be like broken up or reversed or something. But then he just did it. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I was like, oh, tailbones. Um, Right. (laughs) You know what, though? Uh, okay. Hot take uh, okay. time. Look. Oh, boy. Uh, wrestlers don't always have to be compared. But you know what? I'm going to do it. Uh, if if everybody else gets to get compared, if I get to sit around hearing street profits compared to private party for years, I get to compare two white men named Adam. So here's the thing. Yes. Um, i forgot until and they both come from the elite so whatever um i forgot until this past week just a hot take and i like adam cole Mm -hmm. i don't think there's a single thing that adam page isn't better at genuinely i actually think between the two uh between the two Adams to come out of the elite i think adam page uh like okay when I say there's a single thing, I do feel that uh, <laughs> promo work promo works tricky, right? Because Cole uh, has mostly performed as a heel, Paige just mostly performed as a face. I think they both perform really well at it. I think those are two entirely different skill sets. So um, I do think that one's really good at performing as a heel on the mic, one's really good at performing as a face. I don't necessarily feel like those two things can be compared until like we get to see them both extensively do the other. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that, uh, like, Adam Cole is obviously extremely over. But in general, I don't know. Something clicks with me a lot more with Paige than it does with Cole. And I like Cole. I like Cole a lot. Um, I listen to All About the Boom way more often than I'd like to admit. But uh, (laughs) you know what? I think if you were asking me, um, like, point blank, which of these two has the bigger star potential – I don't know. I feel like the way Paige is connected, and I used to not be an Adam Page guy. You could probably this you me to uh, a lot of takes about Adam <laughs> Page like two years ago. You you could probably find some stuff where you're like, this you? Like, I, I was not an Adam Page guy, uh, but he grew on This
3: me. you me is funny. I didn't get it at first. That's hilarious.
5: <laughs> Yo.
4: I... I
5: don't know if I can jump on board with you on that take, but yeah, I don't I, 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 don't I do think, I yeah, I do think Adam Page has grown into the guy. Um mm-hmm. I think he's gonna eventually be the face of the company. Um and they've clearly wanted that for, since day one. Yeah. Um and I think the way that they've developed him has been great. I think he's underrated in ring. Now, do yep. I think he's better than Adam Cole in Ring? No. <laughs> but um I do think that he's He's got all the tools. I mean, I think he moves really well for his size. I think the the buckshot, by the way, everybody talks about the dead eye, but that buckshot he pulled out of nowhere off camera. He comes up with so
4: many creative ways to do the buckshot. Like the, the way he just always comes up with a new one blows my mind. And... Uh... It, it, and I, I'm always impressed with guys like that. Like, I always give credit to, oh, because one thing I do miss was Seth Rollins' pedigree. Like, the execution of the pedigree is always okay, but he always found creative ways to get into it. Um, and yeah. I feel that way about Adam Page in that, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, wow, Chugs catches trades out here from Will. Hey, I said I like Cole, but the Adams to come out of the, the, um, Elite. The Elite. Uh, it, for me, it's Page. Look, uh, this
3: is how I feel about Adam Page. I'm going to be real honest with y'all. And when AW began, I thought that Adam Page should have been world champion. I don't really necessarily agree with the... It had to be Chris Jericho to launch this. No, it didn't have to be. It could have been Adam Page. They could have launched this brand with Adam Page. I think he was pretty hot from the beginning. Like, he's super hot now, and it's going to be a thing. But I think this company could have been... Kind of built on the back of Adam Page, as we saw when he was tag team champions with Kenny Omega, it was already it was super hot from then. And I just think that it would have set a kind of different precedence of because this company is always going to be attached to first world champions, Chris Jericho, which is like, I mean, I don't really I, think that's the best thing. I, I you know, I, I know why, but I don't. Really, for me, that's not really how I would have started the company. I would have started the company with somebody that we don't know. But we want to be the champion, and you, as you see here, everybody wants it. So I think they should have kicked it off with Adam Page. I think he should be world champion already. But you know, yeah. that's just me.
4: I, I mean, I, I I see Tony's philosophy, uh, and we yeah. talked about this a little bit last week of like uh, put the belt on, uh, don't because I I, I, I kind of see the philosophy of like. Uh, let the champion make the belt, not the belt make the champion, because right. ultimately the championship has to outlast the wrestler, because yes. the championship is going to continue to be around. And I so, agree. in that sense, I see where they continue to want to put the belt on guys who we've seen for uh, uh, the guys who like are so hot that people are screaming for them to be champion, okay, or at let least. Me, oh, go ahead.
3: Let me ask you a question about the AEW World Championship. Then, do you think Kenny Omega is doing that? Like how yes, often does d- Kenny Omega defend the belt? I think like that's the I think that's more of the guy than the belt at this um, point.
4: I I th- cuz I do think that uh it was another case of like they were using Moxley to continue to make the belt. And then right. in Kenny's case, I think uh Kenny was one of those guys where they, you know, the company was kind of built on the idea of Kenny Omega, right? right. So like I do think that um he was maybe not as hot of a name simply because he didn't come out of wwe but i think he was a hot name and that this is a guy with a huge reputation and they talked about that that this is a guy who is he going to live up to that reputation and by the way uh, i just want to acknowledge uh ryan lambert's um Last week, going after the Sasha stand. This week with the Cole stands, you're going to get attacked. Right? He
3: don't care about us. He just wants all uh, the man, stands after he, us. From the gym. No,
4: and I, I will take all of that uh, if I have <laughs> anything to say. Um, just know that it Roman is Steam not on these week, two. Like, yeah. Like, oh, man. I got more attacks for Roman's theme. Are you kidding me? I you know mean, we are on the to- that, look. We are sure. on the topic of Fridays, and yeah. you know that tweet was going around, and it needs to be acknowledged. All right. Uh, so everybody was talking about the uh, and look. This, I don't want this to be like a praise AEW knock wwe kind of podcast um because smackdown smackdown had some good stuff last night uh in that uh, i did. thought the, i thought the opening segment with bianca uh i tweeted about the camera cuts because they they really do like make me sick uh but because uh, i thought like that was such a cool moment of having of bianca having those two on her shoulders it was yep. that, that even it was if
3: like if, that cena uh the, with yes wrestlemania 25 yeah show.
4: yeah uh yeah and like just being able to take that single shot, that picture, and uh, like that's one of those images that will last forever and that you'll mm-hmm. be able to put in Bianca packages for the rest of her career. That's a good mm-hmm. image. I just thought that it almost, it almost to me like represented a lack of confidence in it where like she has them up on her shoulders and then um, it's like there were literally, I counted, eight cuts. In the time that she has her on (laughs) the shoulders and i'm just like stop like just let us see the visual of her holding these two and just hold that shot that's i don't know i went to school for video production this is what i do and so like i don't know i like watching it it just drove me nuts um and but otherwise i thought the moment was good and i thought that especially for the crowd uh the crowd popped for like all of that looked good uh i think bianca just hoisting up the two members uh, like one two of the most prominent members I mean they're all prominent I can't even say that uh but uh, yeah. of the four Charlotte women, is like I was gonna what say. are you saying about me right now yeah I was gonna say like <laughs> I was like am I really saying they're above Bailey and Charlotte no they're all <laughs> prominent of uh, just the fact that it's two of the most prominent women in WWE women's history uh and she's got them up on her shoulders I think that's such a great visual I think that right. is such a great uh way to put somebody over and uh, I mean,
3: she might hit it, hit the move on both of them at Crown Jewel, so that'll mm-hmm. be even better.
4: I, you know. I do have a worry that she's not winning at Crown Jewel. Um, it's Crown because, Jewel, uh, because you know it's the SmackDown women's side. As a matter of fact, if anything, I, I feel like Sasha's the only Sasha. one in that match still in, on SmackDown. My right. gut tells me that Sasha's gonna win it, uh, but I, I guess we'll we'll see what they do. Uh, but I I did I love that moment and. Right. I am all for uh, Bianca moments. Uh, Darian right. in the chat, by the way, says uh, I don't know what made me more dizzy: the camera cuts during <laughs> Bianca segment or Seth's matter. Oh, no, Seth. Phil, you got to talk about the fit. The
5: fit, I, it, I, I said on Twitter, it looked like you know when you're trying to get one of those illegal channels on the old TV. <laughs> you just kept banging on side of TV. That's what it looked like. Like it kept like changing patterns and like standing right. in on us. I'm like. You've got to relax with these outfits, Ross man. <laughs> like, right. right. He looked like the inside of somebody's purse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. uh,
4: but like SmackDown had some good stuff, and you know the King of the Ring and the Queen, Queen's Crown Tournament both kicked off. Uh, the it had,
3: it had some good men's matches. Let's say that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I was going to talk
4: about the the King of the Ring first, and that we did yeah. Rey Mysterio versus uh, uh, Sami Zayn, and uh, and, and, and then of Cesaro. course. Yep, and they announced the rest of the bracket. And uh, I I hope, because there's no reason to put gender over in 2021, uh, I oh, hope man. that we're getting that Kofi-Xavier match. Like, I actually would love to see that. I would love to see them do the... That's pretty fun. Yeah, because I yeah. think uh, if Xavier is going to have a good run in this thing, I don't think anybody would... Or I don't think there's anything better for xavier than going over the man that especially when you think about things xavier woods has said in the past right that he said that uh you know kofi's my guy that as far as i'm concerned he's the man i want to see become wwe champion he is the man in the new day he's the man i want to see get there right and so like uh to me it was the best story you could tell with that is uh putting xavier woods in a position to challenge that, like the thing he wants most in the world is to become King of the Ring. Right. But he also says that there's nobody he supports in the world more than Kofi Kingston. Right. Which one does he want more? And yeah. uh or hell, do an Usos moment of uh, yeah. Kofi realizing yeah, you know right. what? <laughs> this you've
3: been wanting this moment. You've you been wanting it. this moment, I forfeit. Yeah. Like right. anything,
4: there's so many ways you could go with that if you mm. don't go with Kofi versus Xavier Woods next round, pff, wasted opportunity. Woods could have
3: a pretty good run here if uh, he beats Ricochet, Woods. Mm. I mean, he beats Ricochet, Kofi, and potentially Fan. I'm guessing. That could be like a crazy run of matches and a great way to, you know, you know the word, as the the king (laughs) of the ring. So, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. This tournament could be super cool. Uh, there could be a lot of great matches. We already saw two super great matches last night with the Sami and Rey Mysterio Jr. And Finn and Cesaro matches. I'm very upset because they were down the street in San Jose. I could have watched them. But, you know, things
4: happen. How yeah, I happen. was thinking because you, you mentioned you were at that arena for Extreme Rules just like yeah. three or four years ago. So then uh, I was when I saw that this was in San Jose, I thought, huh. I didn't go to this
3: yeah no i had a rap show so you i did. rapped but uh luckily for me i guess i don't know on monday raw <laughs> is across the bridge in san francisco so i'm gonna just go to that
4: yeah although and,
3: and i'll get to be able to see uh xavier woods have a king of yeah.
4: match um let me know how attendance is on that because it's not looking good like at all yeah no um, it's not yeah i think they've sold like four thousand tickets so far yeah. and this is uh with a wrestling setup, I'm pretty sure, because this is where the Warriors play, right? It's the yeah, chase, at the Chase, chase Center. Arena. Yeah, at the Chase Center. Uh, pretty sure that setup could hold like 13,000. A lot, And yeah. being yeah. at 4,000 uh, <laughs> right now with only two days to go, um, that like that doesn't look that good. Uh, I'm going to so try to I'm get a free ticket
3: outside of the show, like. Right? Because I'm sure they're going to be a, giving them out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Please come, please come, please come.
4: Uh, and uh, shout out to Tremaine. Uh, says, uh, since I think Xavier will never be world champion. I will never say never, by the way. Uh, so with all that he's contributed to the Fed, he's got to win the crown, right? Uh,
3: That's probably yeah. exactly the reason why he's not going to
4: win.
5: <laughs> oh no. I feel uh, so,
3: like, I just, like, yeah. feel like they're setting him up to lose. Just uh, because... He wants it so bad. That's like exactly the reason why he won't get it yeah. because it's ah. WWE. And they're it's like, he... Oh, he wants it so bad. Let's make the last match in his hometown. And then after that, you know, like they're just going to do all the things to like mm. screw him out of it. I hope not. But, I mean, they made his one of his best friends the world champion. They can't be given New Day everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I
4: don't Although know. Although that. that would go down as the greatest trio of all time. I'm saying. all three yeah, of them solidified. captured world I mean, it's titles. I think it's already solidified. It's, it, it, I matter. think, I, honestly, like I said last week, they're the greatest act to me in the history yeah. of pro wrestling. I. Uh, it even irks me when I hear uh, certain talking heads uh, hate on them because... Of their style or the way they 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 seem too fun and I hear that all the time. Yeah, don't uh, have
5: don't have fun wrestling fans. I'm no. sorry. Like we're not here to have fun. Um but yeah, I I could see this going both ways. Um only thing I will say if gender does win. Gender is the <laughs> no, guy gender, please though no. <laughs> Gender is the guy that beat him in that United States championship tournament. And so I could see them going that route and him actually beating Gender this time. I don't think that would be nearly as good as the Kofi match. But long as he moves on and he eventually wins this thing, I'm good with it.
4: Yeah. Uh and uh Shauna Walensky uh notes that Woods is king, would exactly. milk it, and it will be worth everything all. It's hail king exactly
3: Woods. why I said we should have made Cody Rhodes the number one on the PWI list last year, because he would have milked <laughs> it for a whole I'm like, yo, he's gonna milk it. Every last drop of this till the last day, <laughs> he's gonna be like, I was wow. the number one PWI wrestler. Whew. I'm telling you, you got to give it to people that are gonna milk it. I mean, he's gonna have that on his Twitch stream, he's gonna have that on G4, he's gonna be everywhere with yeah. that thing. Man,
4: uh, I and I said this on uh, the list You boy the, this past Wednesday that, uh, look, man, King of the Rings got to come up with something new. Uh, they right. haven't even done it every year, and it still felt stale. Uh, because, like, <laughs> you know, the, they did. Uh, Corbin I Corbin and
3: Nakamura just, like, Well, even before know.
4: that, like, like, King Booker was felt like an original thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you turned the Booker T we all knew into King Booker. And I right. adored that gimmick. You know, and he, he puts on the accent, and he's got the crown and the cape and the theme music and all of that. But then, like, two years later, you did the same thing with King Regal. And then two years after that, you did the same thing with King Seamus. And then you, you waited five years to do that with King Barrett. And then you did it with King Corbin. And it's literally like they have no new ideas with that. It is right. a heel wins it, changes their name to King, this person, and Does the same alters the theme thing. music. And yeah. basically, yeah, walks around as royalty for right. however long till they decide it's time to be done with it. Uh, and... I just think a babyface winning it and doing more would be something different and way more fun. That's what I would do.
3: Well, you just named a whole bunch of heels, huh? Yeah.
5: That's (laughs) crazy. (laughs) I think Woods would do something creative with it. If anybody Mm -hmm. can reinvent it, I think he can.
4: Yeah. And I would love to see that. Now, uh, Reg, you mentioned before we talked about that, that the King of the Rings stuff sounded good. The Queens, not so much. Uh, That I am confused by... Everything that took place here. Uh, uh, there's
3: not one thing that I'm not confused about. <laughs> about this Queen of the Ring tournament. Yeah.
4: So first off, they ran back. Uh, Queen's crown. Yeah, Queen's crown. Um, first off, they ran back. Uh, Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Uh, fresh after Liv Morgan. Got really over at Extreme Rules. And, uh, and got the victory. So of course, you did it again. Except you had Carmella win. And she won in like two minutes uh so
5: i feel like we've been uh, well not we as in the three of us but i feel like as a fan base we have been ducking this conversation about smackdown's women's segments for quite a while <laughs> smackdown's women's segments have not been good there have been a lot of short matches there have been a lot of matches just completely taken off the card and i'm kind of over it I I was watching this last night and I was like, okay, Tony Storm finally getting a match. By the way, this is only her third match on the main roster, right? Mm-hmm. You have her come out and do this whole "I'm a wild child of the '80s," which that's not a character. I'm sorry, it's not. That's not, that's a, not character. a character. No. Um, it's just a bunch of buzzwords, whatever. <laughs> um, so you have her come out, new theme music. I don't mind a new theme music, and then she just loses. And hey, Selena's great, but when you when you basically let us know that Selena cannot beat anybody before right. this <laughs> and then you break out Tony after doing this whole video package and everything for her and just have her lose. It just feels like what is the point?
4: Right. Yeah. Uh it to have her lose that quickly was to me just crazy. Especially when you look at the bracket. Like So you're having two heels face each other, which then you know that's not going to go very long because you know that where the crowd investment's not going to be. Because they're
3: just going back to the Selena and Carmella thing that they've been doing. That no mm-hmm. one cared
5: about, so they're doing it again. With, with, with the glittery mask now, don't forget yeah. that part. That in me, which is nonsense. And I mean, hey, I don't, I don't want to trash Carmella or Zelina. They're both great, but I feel yeah. like the way we got here is nonsense. It's bad. Yeah, I was really surprised
3: about the Tony Storm thing. I legit turned around for one second and turned back, and she lost. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> for what? 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 I don't understand what's really going on here. Like, how was Tony Storm not like? A prominent figure in this tournament like you can like
4: I, yeah you I don't can
5: know. do so much i don't know i don't know what they've been doing with tony since she came over to the states i just i don't get it
4: uh and yeah uh Stella justin lopez uh with the super chat and again uh, keep sending us those super chats um, and if you're not over at uh, youtube.com slash Fightful, definitely head on over to youtube.com slash Fightful. So, any more evidence? Vince has no love for live. Live to AEW confirmed. Uh, Ruby needs to hook her girl up uh, once her contract expires. I mean, you saw the Twitter exchange that the Sands jumped all over Britt Baker for when... Uh, uh, and for those who hadn't seen it, uh, basically... Um, Liv Morgan and Kevin Owens were having a Twitter exchange over the fact that every time there's a draft, the two of them end up on the same brand. And Liv had said, I guess we're destined to do this forever. And then Britt Baker, uh, retweeted it with the hmm face because Uh-oh. of all the rumors that Kevin Owens is headed to AEW. And if Liv ends up everywhere Kevin Owens does, you know. So, like, you knew where she was going with that. Um, and, uh, yeah, the live stands jumped all over that. They were so mad. So <laughs> yeah, but I mean,
5: uh, I don't know. They should be more mad at this company because I know live Liv, Liv has had a lot of momentum for a while, and they just will not pull the trigger. It just they've been doing this all year with her. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, actually, going certain. all the way back to the Charlotte match when she had Steam then, and they just had her lose that NXT title match. Uh,
4: I, I will say that I'm glad people are jumping on the the Roman Reigns entrance hate. Because uh, the tweet I was talking about earlier was the fact that somebody pointed out, and I'm sorry, I'm not giving credit to it because I forgot who tweeted it, um, but they had pointed out that the two women's matches on SmackDown combined were shorter than Roman's entrance on this show. Like, it's too damn long. That's <laughs> it. Like, it's just, you have, man, honestly, just like, I'm not even saying like 2X, but like 1.4X on it um just a little bit faster little bit. yeah just a little bit at least don't let the song loop that's all i'm yeah. saying is is just get through one Draw playthrough of the song bars
3: are on it or or yeah like, or like have somebody man.
4: drop a verse on it yeah, or something like, come on yeah at can't least in this yeah it can't be and for but, one
3: entrance to be longer than two whole matches is just like an undertaker's at home asleep like what are you guys doing here
5: no you know
4: mark's at home sleep
5: <laughs>
3: man he's hey. at home sleeping y'all are still doing 20 minute entrances get out of here with that
4: i would have jump to the other side though and uh we're gonna jump to another network and that is uh vice uh Viceland. and we're talking about yeah um talking about mlw fightland uh in which they had their vice premier um, they actually uh, pulled the biggest numbers that MLW's ever pulled. And by the um, way, there uh, is a story um, related to MLW over at Fightful Select. Uh, if you're going over to FightfulSelect.com. It's uh, a juicy just, one. It's a juicy one. So, yeah, definitely check that out, FightfulSelect.com. Um, but talking about MLW, uh, Reg, I will let you take the reins on this one. I got, I got a chance to catch uh, most of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. MLW
3: debuted on Fightland this Thursday. Uh, they had a show a couple of weeks ago in uh, Philadelphia. Um, it was headlined by Jacob Fatu and Alex Hammerstone. It was a title for title, uni- not a unification match, but a title for title match uh, for the National Openweight Championship and the MLW Championship. Uh, Alex Hammerstone ended up getting the victory. Very hard fought match. Uh, these two guys have been. MLW's been like building to this match for like 2 or 3 years with both these guys and uh they had a banger they did it uh Fightland MLW on Fightland feels like right it feels like they they've been bouncing around a couple networks they've been on YouTube they've done a, a bunch of things um and you know Fight uh, Viceland feels like a really good spot for them there was also a four way title match which the Japanese legend Tajiri ended up winning the MLW middleweight championship from our homie Myron Reed. I cried uh, very long tears (laughs) about that because, like, what? what, what? So, like, I heard that Tajiri was coming in for this match, but I didn't think he was going to, like, win the championship for Myron Reed. Like, wait, what's going on here? Like, I like Tajiri and all, but, like, eh, nostalgia things sometimes go a little bit too far, and I feel like that happened here. And then, like, uh, they had another segment MLW does now. It's called MLW Embedded where they talked to a bunch of wrestling personalities, wrestling journalists, wrestling people in the game. Uh, they had uh, Emilio Sparks on there, Was I think, mm-hmm. uh, Andres Hale and Raj Geary, and also Dave Meltzer. And they talked about uh, stuff Alicia that... Yeah. <laughs> Elu- yeah, Alicia, yeah. But no, so she signed to
4: MLW though. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, she's yeah. just
3: like the, the main person. So they talked about non-MLW things which was kind of cool. They talked about yeah. the sale of WWE um potentially happening and uh they talked about AEW. So like MLW's doing a, a a very mixed program and I appreciate what they're going for. They're trying to be different than what WWE's presenting, what AEW's presenting, what Impact's pre- presenting and I think they have a really fun show.
4: You know what? I'm going to say that what MLW is doing, uh, you know, there's a lot of comparisons that exist when people compare AEW to WCW. Obviously, WWE is WWE. Mm-hmm. I feel like MLW, in the program they present to me, feels the most like ECW in the way that it is. And granted, you saw where they were and um, this week, but I just feel like the show being... Uh, in a more intimate setting, but with right. passionate fans, mm-hmm. and kind of bringing in some some kind of legendary names, but also like not veering away from the other products in the business. uh That and they bring
3: to- in a lot of big name indie people. Yeah, and they like yeah they do they do they have a very like ECW esque presence yeah. about them, which is cool. Yeah, uh, it- I I would say GCW is closer than ECW. GCW probably the yes gcw is the closest child of ecw for sure just just, like the, just more so live.
4: mlw's got a tv deal and yeah and, and, and yeah that, that's, like, the that's the
3: presented yeah. you know as like a major they're one of the major and i don't think they really kind of present gcw as a major mm-hmm. wrestling company yet you know they're probably yeah. they're the top independent wrestling company but
5: yeah. i agree on the ecw thing for sure i hey and i am here for short pay-per-view events right easy breezy watch Um give me I through thought, it i thought both matches were good um I have always been a big fan of Tajiri. Like, I, for whatever reason, like, the Buzzsaw kick is like one of the best finishers ever, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Every time there's a wrestling game and there's a creative wrestler, I always somehow pick the Buzzsaw kick in some way because it's just easy to get into in most games. You just stand in the corner, hit that that one button, and you're good. Um, I didn't expect him to win. Um, Maybe that was just because they were in the same arena that ECW used to be shot in. So maybe it's just a nod to that. I don't know. doesn't make sense, but I see. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I was kind of surprised that uh, Fatu lost because he's hold, held the title for so long. Same here. Uh, we're, we're over two years at this point. Um, and I just wonder what's next for him.
3: That's a great question. Uh, there's been a lot of WWE talk with Fatu for a long time. So that could yeah. potentially be in the cards. He could go right right there into the uh, bloodline. And that, I mean, they, they kind of need... I think he would fit perfectly because they need someone like him that's just like vicious. I mean, Roman gets vicious, but like Fatu is always just like they need that like angry brute, just dangerous cousin that's over here too. So I think he'd fit pretty well in there. Or if he just continues with MLW, there's still a lot of great matches that he could be presented with. That um, during the MLW embedded, they said that Will Osprey is actually going to come in for a shot. So There's so many potential matches that could still happen in MLW. I mean, he could go over to AEW. He can go to Art. There's so many places that Jacob Batu can go, man. He's a great talent. He's got himself in tremendous shape the last couple years. He's uh, became a complete pro wrestler. I think he's ready for pretty much
2: anything.
4: Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I I will continue to check out uh, MLW. Um, uh, I think it is – because, you know, I, I watched them through their YouTube run. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or at least through the, the BN sports run that right. I would then later watch on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, I, I'll continue to check it out. Um, I have access to vice and it's what I use to watch dark side of the ring. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's also, I mean, it's an interesting lead in to have, um, I want to go back to the super chats for a second, uh, cause we got a few of them back on the last topic, uh, and Terrence uh, noted, no joke, but it seems like WWE sometimes is saying, we have been successful regardless of what the fans Ooh. want. Booking speaks volumes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those seem yes. the way sometimes. Uh, we got uh, T. Daniel <laughs> Barber. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, man. This is like, what, why? why? What is the point? That's yeah. why I like Ch- when people Ch- talk about it, And I saw somebody, oh, someone tweeted about, I think it was Booker T. He was talking about how NXT 2.0 is much better than the previous uh nxt because all the call-ups are going to be able to be put right into uh storylines or something like what's the difference like what's going to be different you know what what are you talking about man
4: we we have a topic for that we're about to get into that uh and then uh tremaine uh yeah it's the song for roman everything about roman is money his theme should should be uh legend has it or something like that um I mean, honestly, like I said, I I would, you know, if I had a guy like Roman, I would shell out for somebody major to to do a theme for him. Yeah, um, definitely. Because he's that guy. Uh, And the Women's Revolution has become a sad joke and it's infuriating. Well, in WWE (laughs) at least. Um, I mean, it it is... Watch
3: Impact tonight. Impact has women wrestling tonight. Watch that, because that's going to be way better than what you saw last
5: night. There's other stuff you can watch. You can always watch Stardom. They had a show last night. Mm -hmm. Hazuki's back, 24 years old, just retired, what, two years ago? Um, So, hey, there are other things to watch.
4: Mm -hmm. Yep, and then also, uh, stay tuned here to to Fightful. um, Following uh, Impact and... uh, Everything that's happening tonight with the um, and why am I drawing a blank on <laughs> the knockouts <laughs> knockdown? Oh uh, yeah, that's it. Knockouts, knockdown. Is it? Yeah. The
3: knockouts knockdown looks like yes. it looks like a great card, man. They got some some pretty tremendous stuff going on there.
5: Yeah, Masha Slamovich is is great. Glad she's getting that match. Uh, yeah, and they're like announcing a, a
4: Hall of Fame inductee tonight, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be cool. And then, yep. um, yeah, and then here on Fightful, uh, Denise Salcedo and Kate will be covering uh, that show. So, youtube.com slash Fightful. They'll be here. Um, and <sighs> NXT uh, 2.0. NXT 2.0. And you know what? This isn't just going to be about NXT 2.0 this week. We're talking about NXT 2.0 so far uh, because. Where are we at with this show? How are we feeling about NXT 2.0? A lot
5: of capping out there, right, Phil? (laughs)
4: Hey, man.
5: I I saw some tweets. I saw a lot of uh, takes. And, you know, that Booker one was one of them. Oh, now they're, you know, listen. Everything's subjective. You know, if you think that it's better now, great. But this whole, hey, this guy's a star now. I see him being the direction of the company for the next five years. Let's calm down. Let's Let's relax. Let's let's calm down just a little bit. (laughs) This show has only been going for five, what, five weeks, three weeks? Right, three or four weeks, five, I don't know, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I see that the Tony D'Angelo thing is super over. That's great. Um, I did not expect that to get us over when we saw that first vignette with him. Um, I think that it is ironically got over because that first vignette was so funny. Um, But I There's a lot of it,
3: ironic getting over it.
5: I think people need to pump their brakes a little bit with this. This is now, you know, the greatest thing they've ever done since sliced bread thing. Right. I personally enjoy bits and pieces of it, but I'm still trying to get used to the change. Um, I think that there are a little bit too much. Hey, look at this new character. Look at that new character. Hey, here's an even newer character. And they are all very stereotypical gimmicks. And right. It just, none of it feels... None of it feels like this is what these wrestlers want to do. It just right. feels like tacked on gimmick here, tacked on gimmick there. It's and the hey, box, the that, box of gimmicks. Yeah, that might work, but for me, I don't enjoy it as much. I don't know. I am concerned about the women's division there. I don't know how you cannot be. It just seems like they went from hey, we've got Io Shirai as champion to alright, well, here's toxic attraction. Oh. And that's no knock on, on those three women, but
4: I make, have to tell you, by the way, I love toxic attraction. However, look at me, horny Twitter. If y'all keep calling them the squirt business. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: knew you were going to get the squirt business in again. Everybody <laughs> you have to, to stop. Calm down. <laughs> you <Stop> know, it's
2: it. <laughs> yeah, but...
3: funny that you bring that up, though, Phil, because, like, think of all the incredible nxt women's matches that have happened over the years they have been they've been one of the best brands for women's wrestling for the last five years like by far and yes. like the things that they've changed to now is like not looking too good man they're just yeah, like
5: it, it it does look very divas era it's mm-hmm. like hey let's focus on these very pretty women and right. let's focus on this 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 promo that they show like two weeks ago that was like what is this um with the lips (laughs) with the lips and like the pool stick and just like what so and some random titties i'm concerned (laughs) i am very concerned because it just seems like they are taking a step backwards and i mean listen allowing the women to you know dress the way they want and you know do you know sexualized stuff is not uh, not inherently bad but I just feel like if you're going to say, hey, we had Saray on this brand, we we got Frankie Monet there now, Um, we had Mercedes Martinez at one point, and this is the future now is Mandy. Huh? Yeah. That's it. And again, not a knock at Mandy, but if that's the standard that we've created for NXT, this feels like a step back. Especially if you're going to say, oh, we moved all these other people on to develop other people. All right, then... Why are you making somebody that was on the main roster the face of that division now when you have other people that you can develop? Right.
4: You know, I have I have things I like about the brand, and I have things I, I very much don't. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Terrence because I think it'll uh, kind of relate to what I was going to say here. He says, I'm an NXT 1.0 fan. Uh, does it seem tone-deaf that they're moving away from pro wrestling wrestling? Um that fans seem to enjoy to present more sports entertainment. I right, here's the thing. Um I I think it is probably one of the funniest things in the world that NXT in its previous incarnation was right. developmental for AEW. Right. Uh, yes, <laughs> seriously. That, that like seriously. when you look at so much of the AEW roster, even ones you don't think about anymore because it, it's been so long since they were in NXT but like Miro and Pac and uh, a lot of those guys I mean essentially they developed the next generation for them and look, so I, look and, and, and so like I, 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 I don't disagree with what Booker was saying mm-hmm. from a functional standpoint i disagree yeah. from an entertaining standpoint i do feel like like yes. what I, like what i am more entertained by uh was what was being done before right easily but i do recognize that if when those guys get to the main roster and it's just ultimately not what vince mcmahon wants then essentially they don't have a product that's serving them and serving their bottom line so right. if so nxt so i can see from what booker's saying like if you've been in the business and you feel like um NXT has to be a product to further the agenda of Raw and SmackDown then ultimately uh it needs to be a show building guys for Raw and SmackDown. Wow. Um now that said, I do feel like uh like did you guys watch the uh the interview with uh Mojo Rawley and Chris Hero? Saw um, some clips of it. Yeah, well there was yeah. one specific clip that's gone around of uh that Mojo Rawley talked about and how uh, he felt like his run in NXT kind of ill-prepared him for the main roster. Right. And it was the specific moment he noted where he said that uh, he had never done a one-two kickout till he got to the main roster and almost didn't know what to do. Really? Because mm-hmm. he spent so much time in NXT, but all he was doing was just like these squash matches, squash matches. Yeah. And, you know, it was really just like character showcasing stuff. And when he got to the main roster and had to do that, he was like, "I had never actually done that before like never had a one-two kickout moment and that's one of those things that you don't even really think about of um, in all of the things that wrestlers prepare and train for and all of these things the one-two kickout really only happens in a match that's more back and forth that's more uh, uh, between two uh, well-matched competitors right and to have that moment to kind of be thrust into that moment in front of a, a full crowd and actually thinking like i've never done this before like i do feel nxt kind of has to find its middle ground of like yeah you want to just introduce these gimmicks have these quick matches and just you know it's going to be bam, bam 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 showcase uh but like where does the moment come where these guys eventually do have uh those moments are are nxt takeovers going to continue to be a thing well, yeah. um or is it just going to be like you know, like Halloween Havoc coming up where it's just gonna be uh here's Big what we shows. do. Yeah, we just do like these these bigger shows. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I do think that uh they do seem to be all in on on Braunbreaker. Um that seems to be very clear. Yeah. Uh and,
5: yeah, and Braun's uh, dope. I, yeah, I like he Braun is. a lot. I don't like the name, but I think Braun as a wrestler and what he contributed, great. Uh, I,
4: I think yeah, oh the name is awful. But I do think that uh <laughs> I don't know. My gut tells me just to like really stick it to NXT 1.0 and I hope I'm wrong. But I think he's gonna, <laughs> I think he's going to squash uh Tomaso. I think he's going to win the title in like 2 Quick. minutes. Look, yeah, this I is
3: how it's... I feel about uh NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. A couple of you guys' comments and that in the chat comment brought up a very good point. I think it's actually a great idea what they're doing now. If you can't out PWG, PWG, you got to move on. AEW is giving you PWG every single time, and yeah. WWE was trying to compete with that. And when they figured out when you send all the PWG guys up to the main roster, and you don't want them to PWG anymore; they're worthless. So let's just do what we know best. Let's get a bunch of dumb gimmicks, mm. a bunch of silly stuff, and like let's do what it's gonna what they're eventually gonna do. Phil said it the best. This is Raw. This is NXT Raw. Is exactly what it, it feels like. Raw with a bunch of like developmental people,
4: but it feels like like nineteen ninety three. Raw. It doesn't even yeah. really, like necessarily feel <laughs> yeah. like like. like yeah. Don't the clown is Raw. on the way. Yeah, Dork the
3: clown will show <laughs> up. Eventually. He's gonna be here.
4: Yeah, and so I, I, I don't know. Um, I will say was,
3: this. You know what with, with Tony D'Angelo, real quick. That um, I think that brings up a funny point because he got he's super over. I feel which is mm-hmm. random. That's the thing that they should have did with all these new guys, all these new people. If you introduce them with these video packages and you make it a little over the top, people are going to get with it. There's all these other people that didn't have these video package, Josh Briggs and blah, 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 that you don't care about. You're just kind of throwing them out there. Introduce them for three weeks, get them some silly, dumb video. People are going to attach to it. And that's exactly what happened here. So keep doing that. And people are going to keep liking it because they like stuff that you guys give to them randomly but nxt 2.0 sucks that's what we're leaving it at.
4: look <laughs> I, I i, I have a de- i'll have one defense of nxt 2. it sucks
3: I, it's not for me that's how, that's where yeah. i got to
4: the, the, and you know what um i will defend the visual of nxt ever so slightly because i feel like <laughs> ever so <I'll>, slightly <laughs> ever so slightly because uh i because
3: you like him living color
4: <laughs> i i love the movie are you kidding me i i do it's 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 the goat um and <laughs> i'll never unsee it um, but uh like i know what's throwing people off and i don't think they realize what's throwing people off and I, i'm gonna bring it up right now so uh because people are like you know it's it's so bright it looks like a nickelodeon game show what is like off with the show you know what it is you are not used to seeing the feet of the fans there's a barricade there normally right and that's throwing you off you in every show you you've seen um the there's usually a barricade you usually just see fans from the chest up but for the first time now, you're suddenly seeing feet. And it's. You're just like,
3: I am uncomfortable. You are
4: these uncomfortable. Feet.
5: I
3: just want into the show. You are thrown Yo, off.
5: Yo, WWE like, is in those chats showing the feet. Is that what you did? <laughs> <in? laughs>
2: like, I honestly think that's what it is, though. Because,
4: like, You can't quite put your finger on what's like different here, what feels weird about this setup, but that's what it is. I think you ain't seen legs of fans, um, (laughs) like ever on WWE programming. I don't want to see
3: Crocs when I see my wrestling (laughs) show. Leave your Crocs at home. I don't want to see that on my NXT
4: show. (laughs) You have been mad about the Crocs.
3: I had to get my Man. Crocs beef on the podcast. Crocs are the hey. worst. Don't wear them. And if you wear them, you're a child. Put on some real shoes and not ones that have Velcro on them. Because that's what y'all like. Not y'all you're be not, wearing...
4: not J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole. He's got oh, the Crocs. that
3: made me so mad. I'm like, this is such an exceptional rapper has on these dumb shoes. I hate you, J. Cole, <laughs> but I love you. You're great. You would. J. Cole would, though. That's what's what's funny about hey,
5: hey, Down South is a great theme, by the way. I will put that over and say that that is a great theme for it's NXT. Wale. Yep.
4: Just yeah, like they, I
3: saw a tweet today, Wale needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame because he's all done up. a
4: lot. Although I pointed out to somebody because they didn't know. know uh, oh, yeah. I, it was when I responded to your tweet about it uh, when I pointed out that, you know, the line was uh, was taken from makeup saying, uh, and they messaged me and they're like, I could not figure out where I remembered the line uh, Rolling with these hustles, trying to get rid of all you haters and you bust. I was Like, yeah, make them say, uh, and it was like, okay, because that line's been in my head my entire life, and I couldn't remember where that's from. Uh, so, uh, shout out, by the way, back to the chat, uh, Nickelodeon logo and Twitch streamer lighting. Uh, like I said, they're, they're obviously trying to be, uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon
2: logo,
3: <is> so <laughs> they're trying
4: really? to be brighter with everything, and I, I, I get, like, I get what the, uh, what they hated about old nxt's look of like right. uh the dark aesthetic um because uh you know my son uh shout out to billy upstairs uh my wife's not, my wife is here today so he's not like running into <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: of the first episode
4: we're right? not gonna get
3: as many viewers without <laughs> without billy out here
4: yeah
5: people want
3: billy
4: yeah Hashtag and, and the thing, want and, Billy. and just because i didn't give her a mention I do have a ten year old daughter as well. Billy yeah. got the mention; he's seven, but Veda is my yeah, my daughter. Yeah, come on, Veda, give, give it up yeah, for I know, Veda. I know Veda. It's like get... I'm
3: behind Power Rangers, wrestling,
4: yeah, belts. <laughs> <No. Billy>. Veda, <laughs> Veda <laughs> Those those who know me know Veda's my heart. She is that's that's my girl. Yeah, um, yeah. and she is such a uh, she's so good at like appealing to people's senses. And that's, like, a really good skill where, like, randomly, she just likes to come up to me and, like, talk to me about wrestling because she knows that, like, if she sees I'm in, like, a bad mood or something, she'll be like, so, who do you think going to be the Joker in the uh, The <laughs> wow, Ladder great. match? And I'm like, wow. gosh, she's so good at th- And, what like, I reckon dog. I'll, like, I'll nod and, like, oh, yeah, I'll what? nod and play along with it because I'm like, I know what she's doing. But this is a good skill. This is a really good skill to it's have. Great. She should... she knows how to just like appeal to people's senses and like almost break down their uh like if they've got walls up, she knows how to break them down with things people like. And that is such a skill to have for too. <laughs> I, I love that. They should that. start
5: their own podcast, like called the yeah. <laughs> Sody Podcast.
4: Like you know, it was funny, Cody. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, uh, so funny side note about her. She had, uh, there was this boy, and I'm calling her out. I can't believe I'm putting this out there. Uh, there was a boy she liked last year, right? And I oh, didn't no. figure, and I didn't, it took me a minute to figure it out because, like, she was opening up Disney Plus and just, like, watching all the Marvel stuff and, like, like really, like, getting it in her head. And I was like, wow, I can't believe it is just into Marvel like this. And I didn't find out till later that it was because there was a boy that she, who she was trying to do that with where it's like, hey, break down their walls with something that appeals to them. Uh, I'm going to like. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna learn all this Marvel stuff. I'm gonna watch WandaVision. I'm gonna watch um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then I'm gonna have all of this conversation to 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 have with them. And it, smart it was, kid. Yeah, she she's smart. Ooh. She knows how to. She she like absorbs the stuff to appeal to people, and it's great. Um, anyway, though, that's that's my my Veda talk for the day. And he
3: found the dog. You gotta let you know. Yeah, an update. yeah. And, people need an update.
4: Yes, dogs were found. Because uh, everyone's they were, like, what
3: about the dog? I'm yeah, like, they were they the in, in,
4: like a neighbor's yard, like <laughs> five houses up, digging up their yard. Uh so uh hey guys. Uh we got a new title. The TBS. The TBS Championship. Um or as a lot of people on Twitter were noting, the uh Hoes Championship. Um <sighs> in which uh you know i was like i kind of see it but i know the tbs logo but uh my wife didn't know the tbs logo and i showed her the championship and that was the first thing she came up with she was like mm. she's like that says host championship and i'm like no it doesn't this is oh, tbs no. championship
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and Oh, and so uh but look i whatever um i i like the design of the belt actually i do too um, and it was, uh, it was basically speculated all day on Wednesday what the big Tony Khan announcement was going to be. And that's what it turned out to be. They they presented and showed off the TBS championship. It is the second championship in the women's division. Um, and there's going to be a tournament. And the tournament will crown the first ever TBS champion on the January 5th edition of AEW Dynamite Live on TBS. Uh I mean, it's more for the women's division. So right. I, I have no complaints about getting a second championship in there. I feel like one thing that AEW makes sure that there's time for is their champions. And in that sense, like, especially with Britt Baker, like, um, you know, there were those you know people were complaining that Shida was missing episodes. Although for, she was in Japan for like two months um, earlier this year. But uh, Britt gets a segment every episode um no matter what it is she they manage to get her in there even if she's not having a match or a feud she gets a promo she is there every episode and i feel like uh having something else to guarantee the women have something else to fight over something else to aspire for um it's much like the tnt championship independent of the rankings so you have the ability to kind of like slot somebody new in there without having to necessarily have them go through the rankings the way the world title will uh I'm interested in it. I do think it's Jade Cargill's belt. Yeah. I do. I, do. I absolutely think it's Jade's yeah. belt. Um, I so mean, my, although
3: I did like the tweet that I saw that said at TBS, the big swole. I yeah. Like that I, I would like to, <laughs> you know, I,
4: my gut tells me, I'm just picturing a conversation going of like, okay, we can't make Jade world champion because Brit's still, In the midst of her reign and it's not ending anytime soon. But we also can't have Jade lose because that's part of her allure, is that she's that bitch. She will beat anybody you put in front of her. So what do we do? Give her a title? (laughs) Like I feel like that was like the entire the, the the entire motive behind it of like we gotta keep Jade strong. What do we do? Now I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and they could be you know, it could go to somebody like a Ty Conti. It could go to somebody. I, I think everybody jumping at Thunder Rosa are, are forgetting that she's she's there for Britt. Like she is right. going to be the one to beat Britt Baker. Um, so there's a lot of options you can go with. Do
3: you do you guys think it'll be uh, defended like the TNT Championship every week with like a potential open challenge type thing?
5: I mean. I, it, Essentially, it
3: seems like it's going to be more time for the women, which is great, right?
5: Yeah. I I think it's going to be like the TV championship for the women. Um, It's going to be like where you get like the big television championship matches. Good. Yeah.
4: I I think so, too. I think that uh, the... Well, and honestly, and I said this last week, uh, they had that already with uh, Serena in the NWA championship. So like this isn't their first go round with a secondary championship Mm -hmm. Uh, for, you know, some of the criticism of like it's too soon for that. This is not the first time they've had a women's uh, second women's title. And uh, it was pretty much the TNT title for the women where they had uh, Serena defending the title uh, against an open challenge slate of opponents. I don't know. Um, and yeah, yeah Terrence, uh, Terrence, thank you continually sending the super chats. I really appreciate that. Uh, it says, Jade has to be the TBS champion because she has it, but I wouldn't be against a workhorse like Serena Deeb or uh, Rosa. Um, it's a deep is Bret Hart-esque. I feel like Deeb got that run, though, last year. Like, that was... She did it. Yeah, that I, like, they already did that.
5: I I feel like I would be happy if it was Deeb, but... If you're going to give it to somebody else that's newer and you can make them into a workhorse champion, I have to agree with friend of the show, Andrew Thompson. Layla Hurts would make a fantastic champion. Yeah, I will be all for that. That's a great uh, idea.
4: And Brendan says Serena Deeb would be a great TBS champion. Just have awesome matches over and over again. Um, and uh, Alicia says, can't wait to compare the Queen's Crown Tournament to the TBS <laughs> Championship <laughs> Tournament. FYI, the oh, no. champion will be crowned Jeez. January 5th. Yeah. Uh, so yeah I, I don't know I mean it, it will be uh, interesting to see how it all goes down and, and what the differences between the two are. Um, I do believe that uh, one thing I want to talk about from this past week because I haven't gotten to give it enough credit because uh, this is the first time I've got to talk about it. Um, Serena versus Sheeta was oh yeah yeah was creative as hell yeah, and yeah. Uh, like props to Sheeta for really hamming it up. Like, coming out being all smiles and, and pointing at the trophy, like, just got to win this match, and I'm going to get my trophy. And, like, she was, you know, I, I, I questioned the video promo until the match happened, and then in hindsight, it was like, duh. That's exactly what they were doing there. But, like, the way she did it was just like, I'm ready to face Serena and have a great match, and I just can't wait to face her because she's a great technician. And Serena's like, no, you're not going to beat me. Uh, right. and like Serena's like taking it very seriously but Sheeta's just like I just need one more match to get this trophy and I was kind of questioning that because I'm like huh that's not making Serena look so great that Sheeta's just looking past her but then when Sheeta lost then I thought oh that was the point uh, yeah. was that Sheeta looked past her and uh, I I enjoyed that I, I thought it was really smart I think that Uh, It kind of played off of what they were doing before with uh, Serena before she got hurt, where she was kind of doing the knee thing with Riho uh, at Double or Nothing, and then she had the match with uh, Red Velvet, where she uh, worked over the knee and bashed it into the mat. Um, But this time, she did it and then hit Sheeta with the trophy. I loved everything about this, Uh, and... Yeah, uh, I, look, look, man, Brandy ain't winning the TBS championship. Stop this, stop, <laughs> stop, stop it, Brandy. Cut it
5: out. Oh, uh, no, but Come no, on. this is this is where I, I think that they A- made w- the TBS belt for Brandy, didn't they? <laughs> no, oh, no, no, God,
4: no, they I didn't.
3: Know. She's he not heard, even he it. heard her on Rose to the Top. She's like, <laughs> I'm coming back to win the championship. I'm Brandy Rose. I can <laughs> <laughs> dude. They uh, made it for her. Cody said, Yo. Make this belt, Tony Connor. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but
5: this, this is where I think the AEW is super self-aware because I think that they have this tendency to do these grandiose like ceremonies for everything, and so yeah. they had already done this for uh, uh, Jungle Boy, and so to do this and make it seem like oh, we're gonna give her this 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 plaque and go, she's the first woman to win 50 matches and everybody just kind of bought into it because we've seen them do it before and then they just came in with this great swerve i thought it was brilliant
4: yeah was that was a brilliant swerve i was you know because i'm a big sheet fan uh and she's probably my favorite women's wrestler today and just for that to to go down the way it did uh i was actually pleased with it uh and then and her hitting
5: her with the trophy was just perfect
4: uh, Brendan, giving you props, Phil, for gotta
5: give uh gotta give my man uh Andrew Thompson some props on that too
4: because yep. he's true. <laughs> uh, and I just also... saw Layla
3: Hirsch have a tremendous match with uh Wheeler Yuta on the Beyond Wrestling Show last Wednesday. That sounds Wednesday? dope. So good, or was it Thursday? Check out the Beyond Wrestling Show; it was really good.
4: <laughs> T. Daniel saying Ty Conti, she would be a good pick too. Ty's uh,
3: great. Yeah, she. Yeah. I love her matches, man.
4: She would be pretty good
3: to have like on a weekly showcase basis,
4: but. Dante knows what it's all about. Brandy two belts. Come on, Dante. <laughs> oh,
3: man. Brandy right. comes out with the two belts. We're, I'm, I'm turning AEW on forever. We're,
5: we're out of here.
4: All <laughs> right. So, look. I wanted to save this one for last. We built because, all that
3: women talk up for this. That's, that's yeah, just great.
4: Because, honestly, I'm, I, I didn't want to start off angry, but I'm going to end there. All right. Let's do this. Uh, That's the me,
3: most perfect name for a wrestling company ever because every time they do something, I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So,
4: look, uh, Fightful Select uh, first reported that Tessa Blanchard had signed with the relaunch of WOW uh, Women of Wrestling. So, there's there's just so much to talk about here. Now, Tessa Blanchard has done this to me a couple of times. This is now the second time that she has put egg on my face. Because uh, if you go back and listen to the 2019 RBR Year and Awards, Female Wrestler of the Year, I gave to Tessa Blanchard. Two months later... The story comes out uh, about her uh, usage of a word we all love here. And the action surrounding it. So, of course, I look like a fucking idiot. Uh, for, <laughs> for, like, I put all this praise behind Tessa and that happened, right? <sighs> Two weeks ago, Denise Salcedo tweeted, um, Who's your favorite all-time women's, women's wrestler and current. And I tweeted a picture of Hikaru Shida, the current favorite, and all-time favorite, AJ Lee. And now I have egg on my face again. Because AJ Lee. And I respect the hustle. I respect what she's trying to do. But there is now a visual of her hugging Tessa Blanchard. And Aww. I, again, look like a fucking idiot. For my putting out my all-time faves, so Tessa Blanchard. Uh, so, gotta talk about the story. AJ Lee has been announced as the uh, executive producer of um, of the relaunch of Wow. That's really cool, actually.
3: And I just saw I, that thing today that says like she she said she can wrestle too. Uh,
4: she said she, she said, said that, she's healed. Yeah, she said yeah, that's exactly what she said. And uh, I honestly think that she's going to come back there's I mean come on. Uh, there's you there's you know they say never say never in pro wrestling like I truly believe that I truly believe you can not say never till somebody's in the ground right. and even still like the Undertaker right so um
3: I don't to know Undertaker references yeah so lucky Mark
5: honestly
4: uh, I, I think she has a good vision for things. She's very creative. Uh, and I do feel like if there were somebody that I wanted to executive produce a brand of women's wrestling, she's I wouldn't. Uh, yep, she's the one.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I'll even say this because I reserved a lot of my takes about Tessa for this show. I didn't say a single word about it on Twitter. Um, I'll preface with the following. I'm a true believer in redemption. Redemption. I am a true believer that people can reform. I believe, and and I say this as somebody myself who, um, as I've mentioned before, did a podcast for 16 years. Over 16 years, I go back sometimes and listen to takes and think, I don't think that at all. Like, I don't feel like that as a person. I can't believe I said that. That's not a thing that I would say today. That's not how I would feel today. So I truly do feel that people can change. Right. But... They got to show that change in order for me to believe that it can happen. Um, And not only uh, has she never admitted anything happened, which granted it's like 13 witnesses to one, but uh, you know, she maintains never happened. The thing is there's so much uh, around her character that she knows exists. Like, Think about the promo she cut when she won the TNA Championship or the Impact Championship, right? Very clearly aware of who she is and who her repu- what her reputation is. Um, and if she were truly somebody that wanted to be seen differently, then, oh, I don't know. Maybe this wouldn't be a thing. However, it abs- the fact that she is leaning into it tells me that this is not a person who uh has changed or wants to change wants to, she wants to be seen as somebody with as you see there nuclear heat of like because i think she sees this as heat and honestly i could see any wrestling promoter seeing this as heat uh as like you know oh this is somebody we got to bring in because look they're they're going to bring heat to the com- to the promotion and it's that old um you know any attention is good attention kind of thing uh but i this ain't the attention you want um not for a promotion that stands a chance at doing so much good and putting so many faces on the map i mean this could be especially uh where it's going to be they got to deal with viacom they're going to be airing in syndication on viacom networks we're talking cbs here let's these this is a big deal and uh, this could be honestly for women's wrestling what lucha underground was for such a big generation of people right and that like uh, there's so many people in the business today where you can look back and go hey they had a really big run in lucha underground and that put them on the map for me i know so many people who were like that exposed me to ricochet that exposed wow. me to swerve that exposed me to brian Ray Cage. phoenix ray phoenix yeah uh, and and i had the thought when this when it was first rumored that uh wow was coming back and gonna be on um a bigger platform than usual i thought Hey, this could be like a really good launching pad for, for women again, uh, in the way that it was in the past. This and but for a promotion that could stand to do so much good, I don't think Tessa was the way to go, and uh, or at least a non reformed Tessa, uh, not a Tessa that didn't get up there and say, you know, did some soul searching over the last year, uh, this is what I've done to. To make the right changes. This is what I've done. To, to to realize that maybe I didn't have the best reputation in the business. And maybe I didn't have the best reputation with fans. And this is what I'm going to do to better myself. Because I truly do believe that somebody can do that. But they've got to actually do it. There's a reason I'm still like fuck Hulk Hogan. Because he didn't show me any changes. Hogan was just like sorry I got taped. Um, and so like nah. Nah, 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 nah. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, I do want to pull up because uh, I think this topic launched more Super Chats than anything we've gotten. So uh, can we go through the Super Chats really quick? Yeah. Uh, well, one person wants to know really quick because you brought it up. Uh, what's your opinion on intergender wrestling? I think it makes wrestling as a whole much better. Um, yeah, right. Yep.
3: Um uh, Intergender wrestling is great. I think it should be... uh It's wrestling, man. It's like everybody's fighting everybody all the time in pro wrestling. And on the indies, intergender wrestling is forever. It's never changed. So we don't think of it as bad. It's great. It's awesome. More. Impact Wrestling's doing... They essentially created a title. Jordan Grace tweeted out the digital...
4: Digital media uh, championship. Digital
3: media championship is essentially an intergender wrestling title because men and women and everybody alike can go for it. So
4: we Nuclear. love you, Nuclear.
3: I can Nuclear. look Tessa Blanchard. I want to first off say La Rosa Negra is the person that she said the awful thing to. We need to give her some yes, love. Absolutely. Yes. Every time that Tessa Blanchard's talked about, no one talks about her, and she's the one that has to still constantly deal with what happened with Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard is just doing what pro wrestling has told her to do. She's doing what her dad did. She's doing what everybody else did. You get heat and they're going to love it. Um, The foundation of this has been built off being an awful human being. That's what pro wrestling is. So she thought I'm going to be an awful human being and no one's going to care. Funny thing is a lot of people don't care. I feel like more wrestling promoters would book Tessa Blanchard if we weren't going to give them shit, you know? The only reason that they really do these things is because they know that we're gonna be like no, but if it wasn't for crazy fans, she'd be in WWE right now. That's like not even yeah. Th- that's not you know that's like exactly uh, what it is. They're like yeah. I, I mean, I there, like there's bridges like there too. Yeah, she can, did the yeah, I I guess guess like, like, classic, that the that may, may Young classic, the classic stuff. She kind of different things. She'd probably be in AEW. Let's say. Yeah. Um, I feel like if there's no like physical evidence of things pro wrestling is up in the air well i didn't see it happen i didn't hear it happen i didn't do it so what well what do you want well tessa so Blancher tre- is gonna forever be in the pro wrestling business because pro wrestling business sucks a lot of the time hey. so
4: tremaine uh with this question so hesit- hesitancy is warranted but is tessa allowed to make amends or are we damning her or uh, forever damning her to hell? Make amends. Uh, try make it. Amends. Try make Try it first. <laughs> give it a try. Make amends. <laughs> <Make laughs> and it we'll see. She, she's
5: 26 years old. She can She can always grow from this and move on. Well, Let's see. Been, well, give it doing. a try. You haven't yeah. done it. So right. I don't yeah. know. That's um, exactly
3: where we are. We're at like, we're waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. I
5: Listen, I, first of all, I would just like to say, I am personally offended that she made a big bomb and this nuclear thing, just the setting for this. I am reclaiming the bomb for K Flex, K, for my man Flex, and every Funk man in hip hop yep. that has used the bomb. I am reclaiming that for us. That right. belongs to us. I am not <laughs> allowing you to do that. Nope. I am not allowing you to use rap. Also, stop this culture vulture stuff. Like, it's, it's stop it. It's, just cut it out. Like, don't. You don't like don't, us? Don't like us, then Tessa. And, 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 if if. If anybody listening to this does not know what a culture vulture is, that is someone that does not care about the growth and the succession of culture, but just wants to pick at the bones of this. That is exactly what this is. You do not want to apologize for what you did. You do not want to apologize for using a racial slur, but you still want to partake in our culture. Uh Nah, 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 stop it. Um, And furthermore, Reg is correct. We need to be putting respect on LaRosa's name. She is currently... Mission Pro Women, M- Mission Pro's champion. Mission Pro is a fantastic promotion. If yep. you don't want to support WoW and you don't like this, go support Mission Pro. What they're Please. doing is fantastic. They Please. have great shows. Thunder Rosa is amazing.
4: Thunder Rosa tweeted about like wanting to get them like a TV deal. That would be that would yeah. be really cool. I yeah. mean,
5: and again, I don't want to make this into a hey, let's everybody else should suffer because of Tessa because it's great that WoW is getting to do their thing it's great that they got a tv deal there are a lot of great things around this there are a lot of good people involved in this um but wow did them a tremendous disservice by putting tessa as the face of this thing right and i i just feel like that is very unfortunate to everybody involved including aj and i just feel like making these steps and not also trying to do the due diligence to say hey you need to address what happened and why you were away. Not just the racism, but the fact that we're starting a women's promotion and you bullied other women. Right.
3: It,
4: yeah, come on. Uh, that, that's, like you're that's, leading
3: women and you're a bully. Like
4: how is Ryan, that? Ryan Lambert here notes, uh, knowing other stories about Tessa from women in the business. Um, not mine to tell, but I will forever dislike her. Wow did it for the buzz and it's shitty. Um, I... Uh, and yeah, the, there's there's stories too about like... Uh, the, the Mae Young classic story is just kind of insane. Um, and granted, we're talking about, you know, what, she's 26. So we're talking about the actions of a 20-year-old. But even still, um, I don't know. I That's old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you was wilding and you was 23? Nah.
4: Uh, but, and then, uh, well, and then there's, uh, there's one for Reg.
5: Yeah. Look. <laughs> Yikes. Now we're not I, again. I'm not letting you. I'm not taking <laughs> letting you take something for our culture and and put that on her. No. No. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Dave stuff is the Dave stuff. You know, we'll keep that in house for the moment. What Dave is doing is kind of corny too. But Super again, corny. we're not letting we're not letting her pick at our culture. Right. No. I again, I am reclaiming explosions for us. No. Right. I'm not allowing it to happen. Right. And furthermore, if you do want to buy a shirt, I've said this several times. Support our shirt.
0: oh we haven't even talked about our shirts we got (laughs) shirts we got shirts shirts.
5: we got shirts you know buy our merch don't buy that shirt first of all it's hideous and second of all you know don't support this nuclear heat thing because this isn't a matter of you having heat this is a matter of you doing something that is importation and terrible and you're not apologizing for it right
3: yeah, this isn't heat because you're uh you're a heel and you're we want to boo you. No, this is like real life matters right here, man. This is something that needs to be addressed. You need to say something, do something, show something that you're different. And you, Tessa Blanchard has shown nothing that she's different. Just that. I was gone away. I'm just going to hide. Hiding doesn't do anything, man.
5: Like, nah, man. No. We're not we're not doing a Buster Baxter went away and then he came back. Right. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we
3: forgot. No, we didn't forget. It's so unfortunate for WoW, too, because there's so many talented people involved with this. I want to give a shout out to Danny B and Charity Kane, who are a part of the WoW roster. And they're tremendous yeah, young that- black women talent. And they just need this shine and this little stink on top of it. It's really unfortunate. Isn't, isn't Willow involved as well? Well, I, I I don't think she's initially involved, but she's been involved with Wow in the past, so I don't know. That's where I was going to lead to. You want the face of a company? Willow Nightingale is right there. She could have been – they could have announced this whole thing, AJ Lee, Willow, and we would have been off to the races, man. you got someone right here, a number one draft pick talent, that could lead your company as the women's champion to the next. And just, wow. It's like, it's so perfect. I don't know how they didn't do this, but I know why, because, you know, they want us to drum up some controversy and it worked for them, but not in the way that they wanted it to. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here.
4: Um, Brendan in the chat, uh, sent us a super chat. Um, noting mpw deserves a tv deal uh, tons of great matches coming out of there including a 30-minute cage match between thunder rosa and allison k it's great uh, thanks for the super chat on that uh, allison
3: k is cool she's the one that was like nah tesla's on that bullshit um <laughs> vape ross
4: vape says wow isn't wrestling it's a glow reboot glow and wow can't get over in the age of internet porn youtube wow uh, it's so so bad. Wow, and Tessa won't last. That's harsh. Uh, I would not go far. I won't, that I won't far say all, at all of that. I wouldn't, say, I, I wouldn't say any of that. They, they've, um, they've done good things.
5: And, yeah, and I, the Beast is a fantastic champion. Let's not do that to her.
4: Honestly, if Tessa's not here, um, this is all good press. This uh, is perfect if it's not Tessa. Yeah. And by the way, uh, I pulled it up, uh, because uh, we've got two shirts out there. We've got one that has the, the Grap City logo, the one that you see right down in that bottom corner there uh right below philip I haven't Lindsay. Pointed yeah this is my first yeah. time pointing right yeah there. right there
5: it's, sorry audio listeners <laughs> <Yes. All right. laughs>
4: but the one the one is is the yo fightful grab shirt mm-hmm. uh, this one so good shout out to phil who designed this one um that's so good. Uh, that's, that's the one. Cop that shirt. Uh, don't cop the nuclear shirt. No. You don't want that. And you want this one. And look out,
3: Bloodline, because we are the ones, okay?
4: <laughs> yes.
3: It's grabs, baby.
4: Yep. That's the one. That's <laughs> the <We laughs> one. We the ones. Uh, get that shirt, though. That shirt's yeah, dope. Yeah, get that Both shirt. That is, that is dope. And then uh, show us. Yeah.
3: Here, come on.
4: So, yeah. Uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, I'm mad that I have to be mad about AJ yeah. Lee doing something because she's my favorite. And uh, I have to be mad about her doing something in the business again. Um, And I'm mad that I even have to talk about Tessa Blanchard again because, uh, one, I had to eat my words on on, <laughs> on her being uh, as, as... Like, I thought 2020 was going to be her year. I had no idea that this was... The, the future for her. So, yeah,
3: she was supposed to be the one. If yeah. it wasn't for that stuff, she'd be some, uh, WWE yeah, or that, uh, I keep saying WWE. She'd be world champion somewhere right now if it yeah. wasn't for that little, oh, it wasn't for all the awful things she did.
5: This this was hers, man. This was hers, yeah. but she I, just was like, nah, I don't want it. And, and yeah. I should say this because I did get a lot of jokes off at of this, but very seriously, I see a lot of people that are like, okay, well, you should allow people to apologize and then move on. It is not up to people who are not marginalized to decide when we should accept someone's apology. It Mm -hmm. is not. And it is not up for you to decide, okay, well, I'm, I'm not bothered by this anymore. So you shouldn't be bothered by it. I don't need to hear that. I can decide when I don't want to forgive somebody or when I'm not ready to forgive somebody. Right.
4: Yeah. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a big forgiveness guy. I am probably more lenient on um, forgiving people than, anybody on the planet um racism is a little bit harder to forgive because uh that stuff sticks with me um and part of the reason that it's fuck terry for life for me is because uh hulk hogan was my childhood hero and so you know uh, what time it is come on yeah. come on come on come on, <laughs> yeah. come on. look ne- and look like, it, with ch- dude terry, was my childhood you bitch
3: you don't got no hair NWL sucks red <laughs> and yellow's trash uh, like
4: i used to collect i used to collect on. tapes of hogan like i i i I loved Hogan. So just imagine if you are a child. If you are at least, you know, your childhood memories are your fondest memories, right? And uh, so, of course, my childhood is encapsulated a lot in Hulkamania. Now imagine the voice that encapsulated your childhood saying what he said essentially about you. That's a really hard one to get over. I've been mad I,
3: since WrestleMania 9 in 1993 at Hulk Hogan, so, like, <laughs> this was yeah. just an icing on the cake for me to really hate this son of a bitch. But, yeah, <laughs> yo, it's been forever. It's been forever yo, since WrestleMania uh, 9 when he screwed Bret Hart and came back with that bullshit. I was like, ah, I don't like
5: this guy. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, hey. And I've he always been a Macho it. Man fan anyway, so. I'm saying.
4: Uh, yeah, I just... um. Nah. And, um, and listen,
5: I can't sit here and just say for for take like I can't just be like okay, well Tessa is racist based off of this one incident. I don't know that she is racist, but she did something that is racist. She did something so yeah. So at, you need to address that, and if you're not going to address that, then you have to take that label that comes with it.
4: Uh, the only other uh, so there's a couple more things to to uh, to hit on. We hit our five topics. Um And, hey, we did reach out. uh, We put it on Twitter uh, for some Ask Grapsity questions, and I want to kind of rapidly answer those really quick. Sweet. If we can. Oh, I didn't talk
3: about Lash Legend in the NXT 2.0, and she's just fine, and I just want to say Lash Legend's a (laughs) great talent. She's going to be tremendous. She can rebound and dunk. She's awesome, man. Lash Legend, that's the best part about NXT 2.0. The rest of it, you can keep it. Stay away from Lash Legend, Tony D'Angelo. All
4: right. Yeah, awesome. man. Not All right. Um, we got uh, a few questions. Uh, uh, I will start with one from Shia. Who are the top three women wrestlers going today?
1: Uh,
5: Deanna Purrazzo, uh Utami,
4: Bianca Belair. There you go. Uh, I will say Bianca. Uh, I have concerns about the way Bianca's pushed. But I don't have concerns about who she is as a talent in the slightest. only uh, concerns are leaning too much on um, her NXT run while simultaneously telling people, forget about NXT. Uh, and so I have issues with that. But otherwise, she's everything I would want in a performer. I said Hikaru Shida. Um, and I really do think that when you talk about performers... And everything that is encapsulating er, encapsulating a performer. There is really nobody short of maybe Becky Lynch who's doing what Britt Baker's doing um, in terms of promo work, in terms of crowd reactions, in terms of uh, uh, like media appearances, all of it. I feel like she has hit the ground running and she really deserves the credit for it. Those are my three.
3: Number one for me is the World Diaspora Champion. Her name is Trisha Dora. She is tremendous. Lariat Tubman. I already mentioned her. Uh, Willow Nightingale is just phenomenal talent. Any wrestling company in the world should have her. And I just really love Thunder Rosa, man. Her matches are just like, like, something about her and how she works and how she goes at it is just different than everyone else. And I just love watching her. She's
4: awesome. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We got another one. Uh, Who's going to be the first black wrestler on AEW to hold uh, championship gold in your mind? Um, I feel like that's... I I hate that that kind of erases Nyla Rose. Um, Yeah, and I mean... Scorpio is one. And Scorpio also held the title. Scorpio,
3: that's too. I think they Um, meant like the world title. It's always the same. Men's world championship. That's Mm -hmm. what they're
5: saying. I mean, hey, the women's title is a world title. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But um, in terms of men, I... hmm. That's a great question. in terms of guys that have been there since day one, that you could build that story, I feel like there's a story they could do with Scorpio. Um, I think Lee Moriarty's a, a good shout as well. Um, hmm. I'm going with Ricky Starks,
3: man. Ricky Starks is the Starks one. Starks could do
4: I it. I think Starks and could do the it. They're setting them up. Yeah. He looked good. He looks uh, uh, let's see. Um, James asks, uh, what got you guys into wrestling slash podcasting? Um, I can answer for me. Uh, and that is that uh, as far as wrestling is concerned, I didn't know not watching wrestling is like not a normal thing because, or is a normal thing because my dad's a wrestling fan. My brothers are all wrestling fans. I grew up in a wrestling household. Uh I just thought it was a thing everybody was into until I learned that it wasn't. Uh, So like wrestling has literally been around my entire life. Uh, We are just wrestling people. Uh, So there's my answer to that. Uh, As far as what got me into podcasting, um, I'm a big tech nerd. I'm actually a software developer. That's my day job. Uh, And when podcasting first came about uh, at the end of 2004, Four, uh, I was like I want to do a wrestling podcast I, I feel like uh, at the time that we launched uh, RBR there were only two wrestling podcasts in existence and so I was like I kind of want to be like on the forefront of this because like, I think the tech is great I think it'll take off and I remember the first time I told somebody I'm doing a wrestling podcast their, quest- their response was what's a podcast mm-hmm. uh, and it's just, it's just me and tech I'm a big tech guy um, I'm always trying to be on the next uh I, i'm an early adopter I, so like for me that's what got me into podcasting was uh a love to talk and an obsession with tech what about you guys
5: um i feel like maybe 10 years ago um i was dating somebody and i would just like throw all my opinions on everything on them and they just had to be the sounding board for all of my opinions which if you follow me on Twitter. I have copious amounts of opinions. So you can see how this mic drives the bike crazy. Um, and they were like, why are you not podcasting or blogging? At this point I wasn't writing or doing anything. And so they were like, why are you not doing this? And I was like, ah, nobody wants to hear my opinions. And I was like, so, you know, um, fast forward. I think the first like podcast or something like that I did was, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, Ring the bell. So I did stuff with ring the bell where I would do their stream sometimes and people just kept asking me to come back. I don't know why. Um, I guess whatever. So and that turned into people asking me to do podcasts and other things. And here we are. I still dope. don't know how I got here. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, what's funny enough, um, the first memory I have of pro wrestling, I probably was like three or four years old sitting on a couch watching tv and this guy he's orange he has leather skin he has he's losing his hair and he's just
2: like <laughs> really
3: he's going for it. he's doing this promo and i'm just like blown away and uh regretfully that's how i got here that's how a lot of us got here that, that's his name right there on the screen so like this guy got me into pro wrestling uh eventually i got into being a really big bret hart fan everything was pink i was getting Pink pencils at school. People thought I was weird wearing pink stuff because I was just such a huge Brown Hart fan as a kid. You're
4: not weird. But I had my mom put tassels on my jackets It's like <laughs> Brett. All right. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: and so, she uh, did. Right, right. Uh, when I turned like 13, I started backyard wrestling because I love pro wrestling so much. When I turned 16, I <laughs> straight up, when I turned 16, I started pro wrestling a little bit. Uh, I pro wrestled for probably like a year. Nowhere you guys would ever see. Nothing you would ever know. It was a long time ago. It was you posted some... a video the other day, though. I posted a video. Yeah, there's a couple of videos. In some dirty garages, I beat some people We're... up. Human Tornado was, like, a, a band from the wrestling world because he's you said some terrible things. But that's my greatest claim to victory is I defeated a PWG world champion hey. one time in a match in Bakersfield, California. Um, you know, so I've been watching. Wrestling has been my entire life. That's all I've <laughs> ever known. We're... That's why it's just, like, that's why I just, like, have an endless knowledge of this stuff. It gets... Uh, frustrating sometimes knowing so much and just wrestling is all the time. So yeah, eventually uh, I wanted to put a shine on black wrestlers because that's super important to me, obviously. Um, I thought about writing this thing. I wanted to uh, say on my podcast, uh, the five pillars of black wrestlers because that's really how I got here. I wanted to talk about five black wrestlers because they were tearing it up. It's Cedric Alexander, it's Rich Swan, it's Willie Mack, it's ACH, and it's one of our co-hosts Cousins, Shane Strickland. There's five wrestlers that I really wanted to talk about, and I wanted to write about them. I wanted to do something, and I, I I started to think about it, and I was just so I was like, it's amazing that there's. Which sounds funny now because I do a list of 500. I was like, it's amazing that there's five really good black wrestlers that are wrestling at the same time. Five, you guys. I said, there's amazing that there's five black wrestlers. So yeah, I wanted to. And talk you about multiplied
5: the- that by, 100. <laughs> by a <lot>. hundred.
3: <laughs> So, yeah, I wanted to talk about these guys. I was going avi- to originally write about it, but then I was like, why don't I just do a podcast? So, I started doing a podcast. It was called the Black Wrestlers Podcast. I would talk about one black wrestler, one or two black wrestlers for the whole show. And it was just me, and I just had sound effects. And one of my favorite episodes, I talked about New Jack, the five bodies that New Jack caught. And, uh, you know, a couple of those uh, I, that spawned on to interviewing wrestlers. I started doing. Some other things with some other people. Eventually, Philip Lindsay comes comes on the show. Andrew hey, Thompson. Man. We talk. We have a great time, and then we're here.
5: Hey, we've heard
3: we heard how we got here, but
5: that's pretty I, much it. I, I left that part out. I'm here yeah. because of Reg. Yeah, that's pretty and much so it. anybody anybody that's like, why am I always saying like I wouldn't do this without Reg because I wouldn't be here without him. Right. So that's what it is. Same way.
3: I just like it essentially it was like Andrew and Phil were doing journalist stuff, just like great work all the time. And I was like, damn, these guys are so cool. I have to like get with them. And like, there wasn't like, it's funny now because the black wrestling fandom it seems huge, but even just like two years ago, there was, it didn't seem like there was a lot of us, you know what I mean? Like they're just like coming out of the woodwork now. But like, so I found these two guys that I was just like really admired and wanted to work with them. And so
5: yeah, we, we did it. And, and now that's we're how I feel it.
4: about you guys. Uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely going to take your credibility, by the way. When any time a wrestler eventually comes for us and goes, ah, why we got to listen to these guys? They never took a bump. I'm going to be like, well, Reg did. So I've yeah. been slammed. <laughs> yes, I've been hit with the chair.
3: I've been hit with barbed wire. I've been set on fire. I've been I've done a lot of dumb stuff as a backyard wrestler. You guys.
4: you And I'll tell you what, I I have also taken bumps. Um, and that was what made me realize. I'd rather talk about it than do it because that <laughs> shit yeah. don't feel good. The first time it knocked the wind out of me, and I was like, this this don't feel like a trampoline at all. No. <laughs> it hurts. I, was like, I, tra- I trained you know in a
3: boxing ring, too, which is not – not, there's no give. It's just yeah. like <laughs> – I was guys. like,
4: this is not for me. Not for me at all. And That, that could have spawned
3: out. into a little bit of uh, uh, the Bully Ray and Mark Henry earlier this week talked about – Essentially beating up guys in the ring and stuff, and like there was a lot of that in wrestling training. You're like,
5: pro wrestling mm. is
3: is crazy, mm. man.
5: Yeah, we we won't talk about what those guys said. There. Yeah, no, those guys. I'm were just on some gonna shit. say, you know what? ACH was right.
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And uh, that is all. Hmm. I'm not gonna agree with that, Tremaine. Uh, because I learned with Hogan and Cosby. He said Hogan and
3: Cosby. Get that off the screen, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: Come on, I didn't get bro. to read the rest of it, but again, you know everybody's gonna look at this different. Everybody's um everybody's birthday, Eddie. G. Viva la Rosa. But yeah, any, everybody's uh, tolerance for these things are different. Um, but that does not mean that she should not be held accountable. That's, That's it.
4: Also, Reg was right about the first AEW chip. should <laughs> D'Lo Brown and Bobbin it all. Uh, and we got
3: to get D'Lo on the show, man. Yep, and then uh, be uh, out there in the streets.
4: Uh, Just a couple more. Uh, Got Emilio, NXT. uh, Used to be...
3: Okay. (laughs) This guy's like talking in some Jamaican or
5: something. Yeah, (laughs) not Jamaican. Yeah, I I get it. It used to be... Yeah. Yeah, it used to be trying to be... In the know of indie wrestling, and right. trying to be under that umbrella. Now it's trying to, you know, create stars in the same vein of what WWE is used to. Exactly. And again, none of that is is bad. Um, I just sometimes it's not the most entertaining. I definitely was, and I
3: was like, <laughs> just a fool,
5: you know.
4: And and the last question: like
3: I'll... innovate moves. That's it.
4: Last question we'll answer before we head off. Uh, and uh, I want to give credit for this question to Reese on Twitter. Who asked if you could have anyone on the independent scene right now be fast tracked to dynamite or NXT? I guess LOL is what he put. Uh, who would it be? <laughs> <I guess. laughs> who would it be and why?
5: Oh, man. Uh, man, a few months ago it would have been Lee Moriarty. Uh, <laughs> uh right then, right now it's uh, it's Darius, it's Darius Lockhart. That's the one. You know what I'm
3: about to say. He lariats people. Really I think we're going to say the same answer. AJ Gray, same answer. Black Death, right. send right. him well. up. Tony Khan, get. Oh, let's do it and let's do it.
4: Same answer uh, yeah. was AJ Gray. Um, that's the one. That's because... like the
3: last. I'm going to. Sh- that's like the last guy. That's like it. it at, at they want to. I think they want to say he has baggage, baggage or something attached to him, but he really doesn't, man. Just like let my man do
5: this. He yeah, we, will have seen,
3: tremendous stuff
5: all the time. Telling we've him. seen guys with baggage get signed. So yeah, come know. on, Now We just talked about
3: it. Tessa for like an hour. Yeah. Whatever, get out.
5: <laughs> an hour. <laughs> it wasn't
4: so. Hour. I uh, uh, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us this afternoon uh, here on Grapcity. Uh, and again, stay with us every Saturday. Uh, we are here at noon Eastern, nine AM Pacific. Um, in ten minutes, though. Uh, I want you to continue to hang out, except I want you to jump on over to Twitch, uh, and that's twitch.com, or twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, uh, as uh, the boys of the Distraction are going to be playing NBA 2K, um, and so you want to be a part of that, again, uh, jump on over to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, and uh, they will be starting right up around 2 p.m. Eastern, so that's uh, 10 minutes from now if you're watching live or, uh, I suppose, If you're not uh, and you're catching this at a later time, join them still. Uh, (laughs) Join, join, still. Well, what you should do is uh, subscribe. Yeah, follow them on Twitch, uh, twitch twitch.tv, Fightful Gaming. Um, And then, of course, stay with us. Again, we're here every Saturday at noon Eastern. We're here at 9 a.m. Pacific, and that is at uh, youtube.com slash Fightful. This is Grapsity. This has been great. I again continue to love talking with you guys. So and, good. Please uh, let us
3: know what you think of that intro, because you know. Yeah,
4: like let uh, give us feedback on the intro. Give us feedback on wrapping. the show. Leave us, leave us a thumbs up if you like the show, uh, and if you don't, um, just hit the X on your window. Don't do anything else. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> 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 Uh but yeah, leave us leave us feedback. Uh we want to hear all the feedback on the show. Um follow us. Uh we are at Grap City Pod. Um as you can see, right there I am William RBR, and he right over there is uh Phil DL616. Um and then we've got righteous reg down here. Boys, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Grap City. We will see you next time and have a great day. Peace.